I'm your host with the most, Mr. Ron, and welcome to yes, another episode of 40 Years of Hip Hop. And party people, be on the lookout on our new platform on Mixcloud, Forever Hip Hop, coming soon, real soon, sooner than later. I know we've been, you know, prancing around, mentioning it in our podcast, you know, we're working on it, and party people... It's going to be it's going to be a game changer for us, basically, um, because one of the things that most of our listeners requested was that you know we want to be able to hear the songs, and you will, party people, you will on that magnificent platform that we are actually prepping for you guys. You know, it's going to be strictly music. Of course, all of the podcasts that we're doing right now will be uh, available on Mixcloud as well. On top of that, you're gonna get the music party people. All right, so, party people, today we are, we will be reviewing Antidote by Travis Scott, which was released in 2015 from the album uh, Rodeo. But before we step to the review, Let's take a look at what's been happening in Mr. Ron's week. Yes, party people. So football is starting soon, you know, for those who do not know. I'm a football fan. Played a little bit. Love that sport. And yeah, so is Brady going to go for ring number eight? We'll see. You know, we'll see. I have to say, like, I like him a little bit more than Tampa Bay than with uh, the Patriots, but Oakland is looking good, you know, they're looking good, I would say that Carr is definitely an above average quarterback, you know, they got just Josh Jacobs running the ball, you know, again, running backs are not getting a lot of love in this passing league, but who knows, you know, like, Jacobs reminds me a little bit of a, kind of like of a Terrell Davis, you know, like he's going to catch some passes out of the backfield. But he's also going to run you over, you know. Yeah. And with Max Crosby on uh, on the, the edge applying pressure, who knows, party people? Who knows? I would like to see Oakland at least make the playoffs. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. What am I saying? Oakland, Las Vegas, you know. Again, like it's been the LA Raiders, the Oakland Raiders. After that, it went back to, wait, it was Oakland, LA, Oakland. Now it's back. It's the Las Raiders. So I would love to see the Raiders in, in, in the playoffs. And I'm still I'm still mad at Gruden. Why you gotta why you gotta let Matt go? One of the best players that the Raiders had. Anyways, happened a few years ago. So you know what? Let's move forward. So track of the week party people, what I've been listening to. So uh, there's this group called the Swollen Members. In Canada, they're from the west coast of Canada, and in that group, there's a rapper Mad Child, and he came out with with a song, and uh, it's called Only Only Fans, you know. And party people, it's dope. It, well, I would say like it's lyrically interesting. Okay, it's lyrically interesting. Don't forget, like hip hop is not just for like you know keep, to keep the party lit. You know what I'm saying? You know, you could also like address some issues, some social issues. And my man Matt Chow is actually stating a line that 80% of women on OnlyFans make about $100 a month 
you know so yeah so is it worth it you know to show your little cooch you know and don't forget and it's like he's saying don't forget at a certain point you know this only fan thing might not work and you might want a job and you might have kids in the future you know and yeah what's on the internet stays on the internet you know anyways i just thought that the lyrics were super interesting i'm here to review some music but check out my man mad child with the track only fan it's real interesting and don't worry party people because it will be available on our new platform on mixcloud forever hip-hop coming soon also tune out next week you know for my man the g-man as it will be reviewing funky david dance by three times dope love it philly's own three times dope and i know my man the g-man is gonna do a good job and you know what this is this is it right here people see a track like uh uh, uh funky dividends which is fucking on point you're never gonna hear that on like a, a old school playlist from like spotify or some whatever you know we had we live that shit we know it we know of it and we know it you know so check it out you know dope track from three times dope a group that did not really leave its mark on the, in the hip-hop culture but i remember when they came out you know i love them you know i like them i rock their tape you know i rock their music especially their first album was dope so check out my man as uh, the g-man as he reviews funky dividends by three times dope so let's get back to our review antidote by travis scott so why did i choose this song well 2015 okay and for some reason everywhere i went i heard that song okay late night on the radio it's playing i'm in the metro the subway you know public transportation and sometimes i like to peek at what people are listening to and again most of the younger generation students are bumping Travis Scott antidote. You know, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. It did not sound like the hip hop that I grew up on. You know, I even asked myself, can we call this hip hop really? I mean, like these rhymes, these delivery is so simple and it's auto tuned to the max. This song made me feel old, you know. It, yeah, I was like, I didn't understand it, yet everyone is bumping it, you know? And I was like, what's up with that, you know? Now, of course, I learned to appreciate some trap music over the years, but when it came out, I, 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 I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, is this hip hop? So let's get back to the review party, people. Is this song original? and if so how so yo i'm an old head so not the genre i will reach out to but i can appreciate the originality okay the sub genre that travis scott labeled as a cloud rap and yeah you could feel that in the hazy smoky instrumental and the melodic raps so this song made me realize that i was getting old okay for me this was not hip-hop but some type of lazy subgenre that did not require much effort or skill that was at my first 
I would say listen, you know, because again, like I'm 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 down with like the boom bap and like lyrics, you know. So the way I see it, hip hop is now the most popular genre, right? Hip hop outsold every single other genre to be number one. Now, let's let's take a look at the repercussions of that fact. See, as the genre got more and more popular, I feel that it got more and more diluted, okay, watered down. Even Travis Scott himself said, and I quote, I don't like categories, I'm an artist. I am not hip hop, okay? <clears throat> I put this song on because for many, many of the younger generation, this is a classic, okay? This is a freaking modern classic. And I'm all for the next generation doing their, their thing because I did mine in the 90s and in the you know, 2000s. Shout out to the new generation party people. Do you think, you know? Fun fact number one, Travis Scott began playing the drums at the age of three and then learned the piano as well. Courtesy of this again, this is why for originality, I give it a four on five. Delivery party people, delivery which stands for lyrics and flow and oh boy, how am I gonna play this? Okay, okay, so. I get the melodies, right? I get the melodies, okay? But the words are so simple. And I've heard Trap, okay, with Autotune Blast on Max, where like, it was a little more lyrically, it was just a little more lyrical, you know? But I need to stay fair because there are some major lyricists on this list. So now I'm reviewing Travis Scott how is Travis Scott compared to like, you know, and I'm not even gonna go with like old school guys. How about like if I put Travis Scott next to like Action Bronson, you know? Or even again, I could even take Travis Scott and, and put him next to like Childish Gambino or Chance the Rapper that I reviewed last week. So again, I have to take that into consideration as I'm doing my ratings for uh, the lyrics. So let's take a look at those lyrics and there are three verses two verses are like this auto-tune like kind of like singing that whatever it is what it is and on the third uh, verse he actually drops uh, a full verse of rhymes uh and it goes uh, and and this is my quotable stacking up day to day young nigga you know you gotta go get it go get it my nigga they hating, they stinking, they waiting. Don't be mistaken, we dying, they staying. Lord, I'm on fire. They think that I'm Satan. Okay, so very even in the rhyme, very simple. Nothing, the words, nothing. You know that that is making me like going like wow. You know, yeah. And I guess there is a certain science to simplify rhymes, you know, very simple. So let's take a look at what they mean, okay? Stacking up day-to-day, -day, young nigga, you know, you gotta go get it, get it, my nigga. So Travis is saying he's stacking up, making money every day. But you know you have to work for it, you know? It's not just gonna come to you. Then you got they hating, they stanking, they waiting. Don't be mistaken, we dying, they staying. 
Lord, I'm on fire. They think they think I'm Satan. So of course, you gotta have your classic they hating line, you know, hating or talk trash about someone. Lord, I'm on fire. Okay, referring to his uh, nickname La Flamme. Okay, the flame. They think that I'm Satan. So because of this life full of drugs, partying and girls, the label, the label of him has, you know, Satan or better yet, like a negative influence. Party people, I've heard Travis Scott spit on the 2013 freshman cypher and it was alright, you know, he was like a decent rhymer, you know. So he really took it upon himself to go in that melodic singing auto-tune round. Courtesy of Genius. Dot com and this is why for delivery which stands for lyrics and flow i'm going with a 2.5 and five production party people production beat mixing scratching so produced by is bound and wonder girl so there was not much on eastbound but wonder girl she's from to that's right, she's from Canada. Better known as Ebony Naomi Oshurindis from Canada from the T Dot. She recently she recently produced Fair Trade by Drake in 2021. And she handled production from of, of course Travis Scott, Big Sean, Jay-Z, and Lil Wayne. Now these are some big names. A female hip-hop producer from Toronto, Canada. Much love, man. Much love. One sample deep, okay. All I need by Lee Fields was sampled in eight songs and covered twice already. I have to say that I love the beat. Okay, it's banging, hazy, smoky, has a certain darkness to it. I think that the beat influenced a lot of beat makers. Okay, and for that reason, courtesy of who sample, I will give it a 4.5 on five for the production dope beat like the beat is really is, is is really nice complex enough okay but it's a dope beat so party people here are my top five travis scott songs so i'm just going to start by saying of course i'm not a huge travis scott fan okay i can understand why he's getting so much press but uh, here we go there goes nothing <laughs> Sicker Mode featuring Drake, okay, which was released in 2018. That was a good one. Drugs, you should try it, released in 2014. Stargazing, okay, which was released in 2018. And I have to say 90210 featuring Casey Hill. Great video, cool stop motion video, by the way. My favorite track, okay, my favorite track by Travis Scott. And of course, antidote but before we get back into the review at 40 years of hip-hop we use buzzsprout for our podcast and they get your show listed on every podcast platform available we were able to get to 10,000 downloads within a year and as a buzzsprout member you will get a great looking podcast platform an audio player that you can drop into any other website even wordpress templates you will also benefit from detailed an analytics and tools to promote your episodes like audio video snippets of your podcast called Soundbites. However, for me, 
My thing is that I get to generate a second revenue by talking about something that I'm passionate about. Think about it. Are you a fan of something? Try podcasting about it. It's easy, fun, and can generate a second revenue. Get started for free. No credit card required. Cancel anytime. No contracts. And it doesn't stop there, people. You will receive a $20 gift certificate after your second paid invoice. Link below in our episode notes. Buzzsprout is the way to go. And now, party people, back to the review. Is this song still relevant? Was it able to stand the test of time? And if so, how? So as you know, party people, the G-Man and I picked 1,000 songs from 1979 to 2019 to showcase hip-hop music. Okay, so we each chose 500 songs. I have my picks, the same way the G-Man has his. And I chose to put this song on because it might not be my jam. Okay, but the new generation has a voice and I heard it. Okay, where Travis Scott did not shine lyrically, he excelled okay, at production, impact-wise, and we will see how in a few minutes. Like I was saying, guys, um, I think that as a reviewer and we're doing this, this project, we have a responsibility not only just to put the tracks that we like, but tracks that basically mark history, hip-hop history. We may not like him. This is a classic party people, not my classic, but I'm sure that there's a whole bunch of people, you know, that at that time that track was playing, there's a new generation who has some wonderful memories with Antidote playing in the background. And that's the beauty about music, you know? It's gonna keep on going and people are going to basically develop memories with these soundtracks. Anyways, fun fact number two, did you know that Travis Scott dated Rihanna? I had no idea. Yes, Travis Scott and Rihanna were a thing. He is now married to uh, Kylie Jenner from the Kardashian clan and they have a baby together. And I also don't care about the Kardashian clan. (laughs) (laughs) all right party people and this is why for relevance and longevity this is definitely a modern classic and i give it a four on five impact party people powerful impact boom from the cannon was this song impactful well let's see 386 million views on youtube Okay, let me repeat that. 386 million views on YouTube. That's just sick. Charted in four different countries. Canada, France, Belgium, and the US. Now let's just take a look at their certifications, okay? In Australia, it went gold. In Brazil, it went platinum. In Canada, it went double platinum. In the UK, it went silver. and the United States, it went freaking quadruple platinum. Okay? Four million units sold. Quadruple platinum. Not only that, let's take a look at charting. In Belgium, peaked at position number five. In Canada, in the Canadian Hot 100, 
peaked at number 38. In France, peaked at 120. In the US, Billboard Hot 100 peaked at number 16. In the US, Billboard Hot R&B Hip Hop uh, Songs peaked at number 7. I'm tired. I'm tired. But there's more. In the US, Mainstream Top 40 Billboard number 25, US Rhythmic Billboard number 1. Okay. So, also, end of the year chart, okay, 2016, U.S. Billboard uh, 100 of 2015, position number 75, U.S. Hot R&B Hip Hop Song number 27, U.S. Rhythmic Billboard number 16. On top of that, that's at the year-end chart. So, not only that, okay, so all of these freaking billboard positions, but that song put a new subgenre on the, on the map called Cloud Rap, which is hazy trap style, bass heavy, and has is the signature psychedelic sound. I would even push it one level and associate this subgenre to drugs, such as weed and molly. And that's why, okay, so... In the 90s, I can definitely say that weed, cannabis, aka the chronic from Dr. Dre, doggy style, definitely put, I would say, marijuana on the map. I would say for the new generation, you know, from the likes of Future, Travis Scott, you know, and, and others that are doing the same genre, it's all about Molly, you know. Anyways, party people, just an incredibly impactful song. And that's why I have a responsibility to put this song on. And this is why for impact, I give it a five on five party people. All right, so let's just do a little recap, okay? So what do I think about Antidote by Travis Scott? Catchy, definitely something for the new generation. I could mess with it, you know, I could mess with it. I could play around to it. I could bump, I, I could bump it, you know. And even when I hear it, you know, and I'm like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be humming, you know, the melody, you know. So it shows like there was some work behind it. Originally, definitely a four for originality. Delivery, yeah, the lyrics. I, uh, you know what? I cannot give it. I have a, the same way that I have a responsibility to put this song on, but I also have a responsibility to compare it with the other rappers that I'm doing for this project. And I cannot go over 2.5 on 5. Production, I'll give you a 4.5. Heavy beat, classic beat for the new generation. Relevance and longevity. Like I said, this is definitely a classic for the new generation and one of the most impactful songs of 2015, basically charted in four different countries. And this is why for impact, I'll go with a five. For a grand total of 20 on 25 for 80%. Uh, So the episode is coming to an end. And uh, so thanks for sharing this moment together. Subscribe, like, share, party people. Support 40 Years of Hip Hop by buying us a coffee so that we can continue dropping this amazing weekly podcast. Tune back next week 
as I will be reviewing Digits by Young Thug. This is your host with the most Mr. Ron wishing you a happy honor, little peace. And I'm out.